Behold the voice of God. Great. That's nice. great. <laughs> yes, there's a cricket. We're all going to ignore it. Yep. We're going to pretend it's not there. I was about to say that. <laughs> um, hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Every DC Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. And today, we are talking about the brand new film... The Suicide Squad. Not, not to be confused with <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> of course not, because this is what you do now. You put a the in it. And it's completely different. Or in the case of Halloween, you just call it Halloween again. again. <laughs> or Candyman. The Candyman sequel is also called Candyman. Because fuck it. Who gives a shit? This is The Suicide Squad. It, you know, like The Fast and the Furious became Fast and Furious, or The Final Destination is Final Destination 4. It's a fucking, it's a mess out there. Movie making is a mess. It's, yeah, um, but sometimes you get something pretty rad out of it. <laughs> uh, so we have not discussed our opinions. Oh, also, we're complete sellouts by this point, because all we do is talk about new movies. Yep. Because all we've been doing all we've done is talking really. about new movies and new shows we haven't talked about we haven't actually been on track with our schedule since black panther yeah we haven't even made a dc episode in who knows how long yeah it's been like a month hasn't it like constantine was the last one yeah so. like that was a long time ago sorry everybody the world's crazy out there we've been slacking new shit keeps coming out but we'll be back on track soon eventually right there's nothing new coming out for a while we'll be not set. Nah, no not next month yeah, next month. Is it? Shang-Chi Oh, next shit, month. yeah, it is next month. Look, well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. They just want to hear us talk about Suicide Squad. Not to be... Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> the Suicide Squad. Okay, Franny. We've tried to not talk too much about our opinions mm-hmm. on the film. As always, as we always say, get that disclaimer out of there. Um, but... I think the general vibe yeah. <laughs> is very established. The general vibe, even in the theater that we were specifically in, very good. <laughs> Wonderful. Isn't it great to see a movie with people again? Yeah, uh, there's something very special about getting hyped about stuff that's in a movie and other people being much more vocal than yes. you about it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> in the very back of the theater, just somebody going, Woo! Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. I love, I love that. Yeah, it's my favorite. Uh, yeah, I was so happy the second that started. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because Black Widow silent. <laughs> Nobody said yeah, a word. Absolutely silent. Uh, which you know reflects that film. There wasn't even too many people in our theater. I don't no, think it we was... saw opening Friday. And yeah, nobody saw it. Uh, <laughs> look, fuck it. Who cares about Black Widow? I've forgotten about it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that she fucking cracked her head on a table. Um, <laughs> still great. I maintain it's still pretty good. But yeah, no, I, I did want to mention just seeing this with people was a real treat. Uh, everybody was so fun. And everyone, I don't remember the last time I laughed this hard at a movie, like generally, but especially yeah. like, like thinking back, like even to when things were normal in a movie theater, I don't even remember. Like this... It was just, everyone, it was such a good time. Like, it was such great vibes. (laughs) This feels like such a good movie to come back to theaters to. Just because it's, right away, this is a very good movie. I Uh, love this. I adore this movie. (laughs) Yes. Um, But aside from that, there's just a, a lot of 
interesting things that happen in this movie that definitely get reactions out of people. It's... And I think that's a big part of what people like about going to the movies. Yeah, oh god, it's gory and hilarious and insane. It, it's just, it is... All of those things to the max. This like movie is so much more gory than I thought it was going to be. Really? I, I was I prepared. Was, I was expecting uh, a little bit of gore, uh, and then first went all five the way. minutes. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> this movie, I, I read a quote somewhere that was like, this is a better Suicide Squad movie before the opening credits kick in than the last one was. Yeah, literally, like <laughs> that. the first... Literally the first scene of this movie, I already knew it was going to be better. It already gave off a much more enjoyable vibe than the first scene of the original Suicide Squad. Ugh. That is a rough start. <laughs> the first... Okay, yeah, look, there's this is going to be a long one. Because I've done a lot of research. This I've never yeah. done this much research. Uh, I've watched so much shit and read a lot of shit. We're going to talk about it. But, uh, spoilers, obviously. This is on HBO Max right now. It's already on there. So just go watch it. Yeah. I'm going to watch this again. Please go watch I'm it. I'm going to see this again within like 24 hours. <laughs> I can tell. I'm going to watch this again tomorrow for sure. Um, I love that it's on there, but I wanted to see it in the theater. Cause y and I think you should, especially because things get big in that third act. So the yeah. first time you see it, you should see it on the biggest screen you can find. Um, okay, yeah, so, so spoilers. But... They just should have gotten James Gunn from the start. There's two reasons. The first movie is so painfully... It's so painfully obvious that they just wanted their own Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. They saw that, and they just... They wanted that movie with the... They So that's why there's, like, a billion songs in that movie, and everything's, like, neon, and there's jokes that were added in later. It's a mess, because they're trying to make someone else's movie. And James Gunn is so fucking good at taking a bunch of weird asshole characters and making you care about them. And, like, you can take the most ridiculous- you can take a big tree or a shark man or whatever, and they can make you feel for that. And that is why you they know just- what? he's the perfect pick. This movie made me like a fucking villain whose superpower is polka dots. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Yeah, and isn't that great that we can- like, there were so many times where I was just- smiling at this movie just because we're to a point where this can exist that you can put 200 million dollars into a movie heavily featuring polka dot man and king shark and starro and blood sport and blood sport. they literally say towards the beginning of this movie who the fuck is blood sport <laughs> exactly who has heard yeah. of blood sport before this movie came out <laughs> those guys in the office are definitely like audience stand-ins i think like they say a lot of things where it's like what yeah <laughs> but it's never too obvious also because like a lot of movies will do that where it's like this is you you're just yeah. i think we there was some movie recently where we complained i think it was black panther how martin freeman is coming into this world and they're all explaining everything yeah to him. it's very easy to have like these weird obnoxious like almost like peanut gallery characters that are right. just like hey this is weird isn't it like mm -hmm. yeah yeah, we're past that. <laughs> you watch the opening of this movie and you realize, oh, we can do anything and go anywhere. I mean, Michael Rooker just brutally murders a bird in like That's the very first scene of this the movie. The first so. thing that happens <laughs> before we get to the one minute mark. It's, yeah. Yeah, uh, literally just throws a rubber ball at a bird and kills it. A great example <laughs> of his powers that we never see again because he's not around long enough yep. for it to show. Also, the poster's tagline is don't get too attached. 
Yeah, because yeah. anyone can die at any any moment, for real, and they do. <laughs> and like, the opening demonstrates that. Even, so, we kind of, I think everybody knew that m- the vast majority of the characters were going to die. Like, there was no way that most of them were going to make it to the end. Um, <laughs> four of them survived. Yeah, four, four out of the, like, 16 that were originally there. Yes. Uh, most of which die in the very beginning. But I do like that they kind of kept it surprising. Like, oh my even God, after, yes. yeah. they made it very clear, like, yeah, they can still die. Uh, most importantly... They just straight up kill off Rick Flag. Yeah, that the end was of this shocking. Movie. I did not expect them to actually do that, and I'm so glad that they did. I I didn't make any predictions about who I thought would live or die because I just it was pointless. I knew it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I Harley was the only one where it's like she's safe because mm-hmm. she's the the standout from all these movies, and we'll fucking talk about her because I got some things to say, Mister Robbie. <laughs> I swear to God, you. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm in a good mood tonight. But, uh, you know, you're absolutely just that. That opening is like, you can tell it's James Gunn. He walked into that fucking studio and he was like, I am going to upstage you, your last movie immediately. Yeah. I'm going to take exactly what you should have done and show it in the first 15 minutes and then I'm going to do whatever I want. And I, I love that. The, the entire first big set piece is essentially just a power play. He's right. like, I'm gonna do whatever I want. I'm gonna brutally murder all of these D-list characters that nobody's ever heard of, and you're gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, well, and some that we've seen, like Captain Boomerang. I was actually kind of sad that Captain Boomerang just fucking dies. He might have the most graphic death in that whole opening. That was the one, because yeah. he's like covered in, in like, like thorns? Yeah, or I think it's like blow darts or something. Uh, he's just, he's, uh, he, he's like, he decimated. looks gross, and then the fucking helicopter rolls in, and this is something that the movie makes clear immediately. Usually in a movie where a character, like, ex- like someone dies in an explosion or something crushes somebody, you, like, see it crush them and that's it, but in these movies, James Gunn makes sure that you fucking see that gore and that blood. <laughs> like, if somebody dies in an explosion, you can see the blood in the explosion, or somebody gets crushed by something, you can see the the gore all over and it there's for like, like a the, split second there's an actual like splatter on the ground instead of yes. just oh very clean crush there's nothing under it right and that opening was just so because it kind of reminded me of of deadpool 2 the x-force scene which is yeah. the best scene of that movie i think where he, he spends i love that he just spends like like a 10 minute chunk of that movie is spent just finding this team and developing all these characters and then they're all killed in like three minutes in like the most embarrassing ways possible yeah. <laughs> it just accidentally this man fell into a wood chipper this man got caught in the fucking telephone wires it's wonderful and i think this movie this movie might have an even better version of that because the Deadpool 2 one is just funny, but like you said, like, I actually felt things when some of these characters were dying. Yeah, like, as much as, uh, Suicide Squad, the original, is, uh, not amazing. It's awful. Uh, it's the worst. I, I feel like there were a s- sprinkle of things that I could almost like. I feel like Captain Boomerang was kind of one of them. He was kind of one of the more, I think, likable characters in my opinion. He could kind of get annoying, but... No, I... Yeah, I, I like him. 
in my opinion, I liked him. So it was really sad to just see him fucking die so brutally. He only throws four boomerangs in that whole movie. Yeah. He probably threw four boomerangs in this scene alone. <laughs> like, I mean, he cuts the top half of somebody's yeah, yeah, holy like, head shit. clean off with a boomerang. He, and he hit somebody in the throat with the same boomerang mm-hmm. in that same shot. That was great. Because yeah. when the guy got his throat slit, I was like, yes. And then when it was holding on the other guy, I was like, you fucker. I know yeah. exactly what this is. Some Resident Evil 2002 <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's if that guy's head falls off it oh my god and bloodsport idris elba is great he's so yeah. good that you almost forget he was in cats when you're watching the movie aside from cats i love idris <laughs> elba in almost everything he's in yeah oh he's wonderful i love cats too but the first time i wasn't gonna lean over because i i figured it was disrespectful in the moment mm-hmm. but the first time that he said he was afraid of rats all I was, <laughs> all I was thinking was, yeah, it's because he's a cat. It's because he's fucking Mixelflitz or whatever his name is. <laughs> what was his name in that movie? I don't. It was Mister like Mistopheles or something. <laughs> who who um, knows? That movie was a was a trip. Yeah, this movie is like ten percent about rats and weasels. Also, there is a lot of this movie dedicated to rats. Yeah. <laughs> and weasels and just gross monsters and and they got a fucking kaiju up in that shit. I don't know. <laughs> There's also a big focus on kids. Did you notice yeah, that? I they did. mentioned kids like a lot and I'm not they sure were... why. Well, I think it's just so it's like oh shit, like this affects real people. I think when you're like cuz it's like he's killed 27 children. It's like, "Oh my god." And when they're freaking out about how you know, people have like kids were getting killed in those experiments or kids are gonna be killed when star rampages through mm-hmm. the town or stuff i think it's just like a very like it's like oh okay i understand the threat here that sucks yeah i don't want a bunch of kids to die so the suicide squad need to stop this oh what also works with the suicide squad is they aren't built to fight superman which the original squad was but not a single one of them could stand up to superman for a single second well Maybe Polka Dot Man. <laughs> no, I mean of the originals. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, what if Superman came in, he- in here and he-, he punched the president in the dick or whatever, and they're like, we'll get Harley Quinn to stop that. <laughs> this, like, that's no. not why this squad exists, uh, which is great. There, it's just like, you're just gonna do whatever we want you to do. Yeah. We'll just send you on government missions. Literally, their job is like, go in, get rid of this entire building, and leave. That's all we yeah. need you to do. <laughs> and do exactly what we want you to do. Also, don't do anything else because yeah. we will fucking destroy you. Um, blow your head off. Yes. Which again, that's there's a good contrasting moment between the two Suicide Squad movies. When Slipknot gets his head exploded, you don't really see anything. It's when... just a little like cloud of smoke, and then he falls. Right. Like, yeah. Okay. It's the side of a building. Yeah. I guess he couldn't climb anything in the end. Rest in peace, Slipknot. <laughs> We um, didn't get our Slipknot reference in this movie. I really wanted one, but we didn't get we didn't get reference to any other squad member who wasn't in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which is for the best because I don't want to think about Killer Croc. Yeah, it's very unclear of the continuity between the last Suicide Squad and this one. If there is any, well, I think that definitely that could have totally happened. That could have been the first mission they went on. Yeah, and they things it... have changed because it's been like five years. So. Yeah, they leave it like open to it, like either being connected or not being connected. Like Harley and 
Rick Flag say that they're friends. Mm-hmm. And Boomerang. And yeah, and so... Harley's like sad when Boomerang dies. So like it seems like they knew each other before. Yeah. But they don't bring very much attention to the last one, so it's like yeah. I think it I mean I think it's it's canon. I think yeah. it's totally fine that's canon. They just don't want to remind you of that movie cuz it's the worst. <laughs> like that movie Oh man, this came out almost 5 years to the day that that movie came out mm-hmm. by the way. That was like August. I think that was August 5th and it's August 5th now, but technically it comes out on the 6th or yeah. whatever, but and it was just weird to me cuz I'm like I'm sitting in the same theater watching a Suicide Squad movie that I was five years ago. And having the opposite reaction. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, God, I remember that movie coming out so vividly. And then I made you see it. Because mm-hmm. I was back in the era where I was like, Fran, this DC movie was bad. You paid you gotta come see for it. an additional ticket mm-hmm. to, the Suicide to see Squad. that movie again. I did. Just for me to watch it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, Franny, this was so bad, you need to come see it. And I didn't believe you. <laughs> well, it was. And honestly, like, even then, I was like, okay, there's some hope in this. But as time's gone on, yeah. <laughs> especially now that we have this to compare it to, it's almost like the it's almost like Justice League, where it's like, now that we have something to compare it to, now oh you can't my, go back. You can't go back, yeah. That movie is just god-awful. Uh, watching it, the only thing I like in that movie is Batman. I think that's like the best Batman in a movie because he's barely in it and it feels very comic booky when he shows up mm-hmm. and he punches Harley in the face <laughs> underwater, which is really fun. Um, Gabe's favorite of the abuse of women. Abuse of women, yeah. <laughs> well, Harley gets her ass kicked in this. Oh, everybody does. <laughs> pretty br- yeah, that's actually true. This It doesn't play favorites. That's the thing. Like, you think Suicide Squad, two people die in that first movie everybody fucking dies in this yeah um and it's it's really great and satisfying it's not like everyone dies at the start and then and then everyone's safe it's like no people just just terrible things happen to everybody all the time and even like there were some close calls i totally thought they were gonna kill king shark right like when he started getting eaten by like whatever those weird jellyfish things were yeah i totally thought they they were just gonna kill him i thought rat catcher was gonna die towards the end there Mm -hmm. Uh, i thought she was gonna get crushed by by starro but uh yeah no that's the thing also it's also really good at kind of subverting your expectations of who's gonna live and die uh and what i really liked about this and this is cemented the first time you see Bloodsport talking to his daughter it's like the guardians and i've heard james gunn kind of say this too where it's like the guardians of the galaxy you know they're they're assholes but you can kind of tell they're all good people where it's like you you get to everyone this it's like no i don't think any of these people are really good except I think Ratcatcher is like the only one where it's like, no, you're a good person, and yeah. everyone else is just a fucking monster. Um, I, I Sharky's like in a weird middle ground. Yeah, cause where he's, he's like just too stupid to stupid. be like evil. Yeah, <laughs> new dumb friend. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's <dumb. laughs> he's great too. Yeah, I Sylvester love him Stallone so much. is is so fun. I'm <laughs> just imagining Sylvester Stallone Sitting standing in that somewhere. in that recording booth, mm-hmm. having to record those lines. That's what I was. Th- yeah, I was definitely <laughs> thinking that. When he said some of the more egregious stuff, yeah, <laughs> there's a part where he's just like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god, fuck. King Shark, <laughs> what the hell?" Um, but yeah, that's really good. And you know, I th- a lot of the like D-list DC characters, I feel like have been less fun for me recently as everyone else has discovered them. Where it's like, yeah, okay, knowing about Condiment King or Kite Man, it's like I feel like everyone knows that. But this. This has some, like, Polka Dot Man and King Shark, where I feel like they've become more popular, but it also has, like, 
blood sport and, and the thinker and, and fucking rat catcher like what the fuck um rat catcher 2 <laughs> rat catcher 2 sorry because her dad is, her dad is Taika Waititi. i fuck i love that so I, much. that was shocking I, but you know what like it's great to see him but i feel like that did detract from me that's one of the only things i would say against this movie I feel yeah like... i couldn't take that every every yeah. time he was on screen i couldn't take it seriously and you're supposed to take it seriously especially that second that last one where she's remembering that mm-hmm. it's like i i kind of wish it wasn't him um but good to see him. It's also because we had the Free Guy trailer at the start, and he's in that, oh, being that goofy. Trailer. And I was like, oh my god, yeah. That movie is not going to be very good, nope. I don't think. But that trailer is, is wonderful. Yeah, I really I enjoyed that. <laughs> I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> Have you seen that? I had, I had seen... Uh... The I had seen pictures of the weird giant. I had not seen that. But other than that, I had not seen the actual trailer, and I I kind of love it. Oh, I loved it. When you took out the Deadpool suit, I was shocked because mm-hmm. I know it's it's a Fox movie, which means it's a Disney movie. Yeah, and I know about the Korg thing or whatever, but that still shocked me. That that when he took out that Deadpool suit, I was like, mm-hmm. no fucking way. I can't really fit into the Deadpool costume anymore. <laughs> um, but we're not here to review yeah. the fucking Free Guy trailer. Yeah, no, Taika being in it, a little distracting for me, but I thought, well, I guess we should keep talking about that opening, because it's so big, but Mm -hmm. I I just want to focus on every member of the squad so much, because I love them, and they're my family. Um, I love that Weasel dies instantly. (laughs) Well, he doesn't really die. Well, not really, but... Yeah, I thought that was great. That was the first big laugh for me i think was um where they're like anybody check if he could swim nobody checked if he could fucking swim it's like amanda waller is so competent that her just completely fucking that up i thought was hilarious (laughs) i just i love that they're so bad at putting teams together like with weasel not being able to swim and then and then bloodsport is afraid of rats yeah because he was in cats like who's putting these together (laughs) exactly i you know i love that it's like okay we've researched this person but we haven't like checked how they'll mesh with the rest of the group we just have one agent and we look at everyone individually yeah and then they're like they don't think about and bloodsport do the exact same thing (laughs) yeah and they say it the exact same way yeah like like, almost word for word (laughs) which i really enjoyed um but michael rooker i love that it opened with him because michael rooker's been every james gunn movie um and I yeah, it was cool to see him in a terrible wig. I hate that wig so much. He it looks, looks kind of terrible. He looks like he looks pretty rough. Um, yeah, but, he looks real. But he it's looks good real to see him. It's still good to see him. Um, and I love that, like getting the whole getting the crew together at the start, where you have he steps out and like Pete Davidson's there, and he's like, Ugh, or he's like fucking with the guard or yeah, whatever. He's like, oh, and, I'm gonna put my gun out. <laughs> and Weasel is so funny the design of that is hilarious Just everything about him is so funny sorry about that everyone yep um but anyway weasel i was sad that he was taken out of the picture so quickly because i really wanted to see more of him and you know as the movie went on it's like oh no i i get it yeah but you know what Consi- i was sad. considering what happened to everybody else i i think he i think he got off pretty easy oh yeah <laughs> yeah for sure but i just thought that design was so great and yeah and even even when they're like, oh, he's harmless. I mean, he's not harmless. He killed 27 children. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like freaking out that he's a werewolf or whatever. That's all fun. That's fun James Gunn material. Um, and yeah, with Boomerang and Flag and Harley all getting back together. I thought that was fun. Uh, um, 
And, oh my god, fucking Nathan Fillion as TDK, (laughs) the detachable kid. Um, What does TDK stand for? It's my name. Your name's a bunch of letters, all names are letters. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's very Guardians style dialogue. Um, In a good way. Oh, I'd never complain about that. Uh, Which is, again, that's why he's the perfect pick for this. Yeah, having Nathan Fillion and having him do that. It was, that blew my mind. I did not expect that. I had no idea what that guy's gimmick was. <laughs> um, but the second that happened, I... Yeah, God, I, yeah, I'm so that glad. That was interesting. I'm so glad I didn't look into him. And you have, like, that, that warrior lady, and they're like, is she an alien or, or, or what? Um, and she dies very quickly. Also. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even know who that was. And Javelin. Javelin was a lot of fun, I thought. Javelin is a man... With a javelin, <laughs> um, which he gives to Harley in his death. Yeah, for he an... was a weirdly big part of the like a lot of the. Movie. Yeah, he was. He was the death that that they felt the most. I guess yeah, his fucking she, javelin. Harley kept that javelin all the way to the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, she tried to figure out what its purpose was. <laughs> Uh, they kind of do the Bill Murray Zombieland death, where he's like, uh, uh mm-hmm. for a while after his death or whatever. But, and I I enjoyed that too, but. You know what? I really like this is a little thing, but I don't think I've ever seen this in a comic book movie. This movie has like actual captions in it. Like it'll be like meanwhile or, or whatever. Yeah. Or I really Operation I, Harley or whatever. I felt like some of them were a little hard to read, but mm. I do I do like the idea. I feel like I could have been done a little better to make okay. it a little easier to like actually tell what it actually says because it's but, usually made up of of like smoke or blood yeah or like the the harley one with like the tree roots it literally oh, took God, me yeah. until the screen was panning away for me to actually realize what it even said yeah <laughs> yeah you know and there was definitely a discrepancy between how long they showed some like some of them were on screen for like maybe a second too long and some of them weren't on screen for long enough yeah uh but I I like that I've never seen that before. Yeah, overall I do really like the the idea of it, and I think it was done pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's not perfect, but I do I like that idea, and most of them are very fun. Yeah, and the opening credits are great. Uh, you get you get people who died by Jim Carroll band. The second that song started, I was like, you fuckers! <laughs> I see exactly what you've done here. <laughs> um, and and yeah, and. Amanda Waller, I thought it was one of the better parts of the original Suicide Squad. It was, I thought it was really cool to see her again. Uh, and she's much scarier in this than she was in the original. Yeah, she's just absolutely will murder a, a child. <laughs> yeah, I love that the base that they're in is like just an office building. Because mm-hmm. it's like a weird underground bunker in the last one. It's And then she's in the city with them or something for some reason. They're like, oh, we have a contact that we have to get to in Midway. And it's just her. Yeah. That's confusing. But no, this is literally just a weird bunker somewhere that's just an office building. Yeah. Where people are just like super bored most of the time. (laughs) Yeah, she's playing golf and whatever. (laughs) That's That's so much better. Like, even the fact that instead of an iPad, the the switches, they're all just on like, they're in a briefcase. Like... It definitely has that 70s feel yeah. for a lot of it, like kind of grungy. Um, but, well, you know what? That's another thing. Like, this has one of those James Gunn soundtracks, I think, in a lot of ways, where it's like, I, I need to know what the song is. I'm going to look this up yeah. later. But he doesn't, he can't only use songs up to the 80s anymore, which I think is good. Like, he, yeah, he, he has, has more all like, of freedom music. with his music choices. Yes. And it's, it's very funny to me. Uh, 
just seeing this movie with like the music which i feel like is played relatively often mm-hmm. and it's still feeling way better than the original suicide squad right i saw somebody talking about it there are i think like seven or eight songs in the first like half an hour of mm-hmm. that movie yeah well it's just and they're all like the most obvious song yeah and then like their songs some of them just don't even fit what's happening they're right. just uh-huh, like yeah hey it's a crocodile song about louisiana like no no <laughs> play like crocodile rock yeah, by elton you, john at you least you don't or something, understand yeah. what the song is about mm-hmm. but in this movie they actually make James sense Gunn in context. Knows. Yeah. James Gunn knows how to use music. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes really creatively, like you have when Harley's being tortured, she's singing that song, and then the next scene, mm-hmm. that's the song that's playing over that action sequence, which we'll get, we'll talk about that because that, that was a highlight for me. That whole <laughs> sequence was fantastic. Um, yeah, no, I'm, so, I, again, another point of context because there are, like, I wasn't thinking about the original Suicide Squad much watching this, but there were yeah, some things. There were some things where I'm like, "Oh, that's so much better compared to what was there." And the mm-hmm. music is definitely one of them. Where James Gunn, he knows how to use music. He knows how to. He has never uses any song that's like way too obvious. Um, yeah, so that was another. It's another great thing about getting him on board. Like, and you know that he just loves comics so much because he puts the sh- the weirdest shit yeah. in. You made Starro the main villain of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah Starro <laughs> controlled by the Thinker yeah. fighting against King Shark and Peacemaker. Like, <laughs> I, I look at the screen in awe of every fucking frame of this that we have this, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just, oh, this is so weird, ha. Huh? It's like, no, this is also a great movie. Like, yeah, it's not just, hey, this is so quirky, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Uh, yeah, not at all. Um, Where the original Suicide Squad one of the redeeming things i think i like that it just it gives you everything it's like there's a crocodile man and a witch and joker's in the fucking joker mobile and and batman's here (laughs) and we have dead shot and i like that there's just so much weird stuff in it but this knows how to actually balance that and the weird stuff is so much weirder like isn't it so gross to think that like king shark exists the way he does in the same world as killer croc who just yeah. looks like a guy and it's like a skin condition he's not even really a crocodile yeah he's just like a normal sized guy just with weird skin who also apparently exists in a universe where there's a weird possible spawn of a shark god mm-hmm. that's just a big shark that walks around yeah i know it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make any sense like it doesn't work. and it, it shouldn't have to make sense it's no a, it's a weird comic book movie yeah but i just i wish like See, that's the thing. Between Killer Croc and Suicide Squad and then the lizard and the amazing Spider-Man, just make it a fucking big crocodile. Just make it a big lizard. Yeah, make it a big lizard. It's supposed to be a big lizard. Make it a big lizard. Put it in like a lab coat or something or, you know, (laughs) Killer Croc. Killer Croc doesn't need to be wearing fucking jackets. Killer Croc's a big crocodile. He should have a chain around his neck and nothing else. Yeah, he works exactly the same as king shark does yeah he's just a big monster that wears pants <laughs> yeah shorts he wears his board shorts yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, i love those so much <laughs> i know i didn't even i wasn't even really thinking about them until you get that wide with him towards the end and <laughs> yeah. i was like oh <laughs> i yeah, this is just straight up just shorts <laughs> i think that having a shark is so much weirder than having a big tree 
Yeah. It's so much weirder than Groot or Rocket, I think. This movie goes crazier than Guardians ever does. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Guardians movies, and I think I think Guardians 2, at least, is better than this, because um, I fucking love that movie, but... I feel like they're very different. Yeah, they are. No, like, I they're both very them. good movies, but in extremely different ways. I think all three of his superhero movies are, like, all as good as each other, probably, and they're all great. Yeah. Like, um... Yeah, no, I'm so, I, I hope that he does make every Warner Brothers movie. <laughs> just do it forever. Yeah, like they want him to. They just want to buy his soul, apparently. Well, yeah, I'm fine with that after this. Well, <laughs> he's doing the Peacemaker show, which mm-hmm. when Peacemaker died, which we'll talk about, I was like, oh shit, I guess it's a prequel. <laughs> but That's I guess what not. I had assumed, but yeah. yeah, I guess not. He looked very dead. I'm he having a little bit, throat. a little, yeah, there's a lot of blood, like, I'm having a little bit of a hard time uh, believing that. But no, he perseveres. Those, both post-credit scenes where this person you thought was dead isn't dead. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Two in a row, come on, Jamie, what are you doing? <laughs> but that's fine. Um, at, le- at least it didn't have eight post-credit scenes like Guardians 2 did, yeah. although I kind of enjoyed that. Um but yeah, and this is so above every DCU movie by like so oh, much. Oh, by a long shot. Like, it doesn't my, have very much competition. My favorite up to this point was Shazam, which is an 8 out of 10 film, and it's been surpassed now. I love that I can say like, I don't have to be like, oh, this is my favorite DCU movie. It's pretty good. It's like, no, it's great. Yeah, it's just, this is my favorite DCEU movie, and no one can convince me that it's not good. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's so good. Um... But yeah, past that opening action scene, you have... I also... I didn't even realize that, like, oh, this whole movie takes place on this island, basically. Yeah. Like, I didn't even realize that until as it started going. I was like, oh, we're just here for this whole movie, which Mm. I think is great, because there's not really an island comic book movie, I don't think. Not one that's completely... Yeah. Like, parts of Wonder Woman movies, I guess, but not really. That doesn't Um, really count. No, I get... Not so much. Um, But yeah, no, I I like that, because... That's like a normal setting for like a James Bond movie or something. Yeah. I feel like it's a very comic booky setting to mm-hmm. just go to some island somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Or maybe uh, the end of X two. That's on uh, Alkali Lake and stuff. But mm. but it's not so tropical as this. But yeah, I'm just yeah. Like there's examples, but nothing's ever utilized it like this has. Um, and yeah, I thought I thought it was great, and that reveal that. You know, you see the whole, almost every single fucking character die, and then it just pans over, and it's like, group two, are you ready? Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, perfect. And then it goes back, because when, when Weasel drowned to death, I was like, I don't think he's dead, is he? And part of my brain was like, we saw him lick that wall in the trailer, or whatever, or the window. Yeah. And then, it's a flashback, you see Pete Davidson, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I understand this now. Um and yeah i I liked how she got everybody everybody on board and then uh, god i don't i don't even i don't even know because i feel like this is a hard movie to just run play by play on there's a there's a lot there's a lot in it and there's a lot of like technical things i want to talk about more so than most things Mm because black widow there's nothing very simple movie there's nothing (laughs) technically interesting about that like, the, the only stuff to talk about is story stuff, where this, it's like, I want to talk about this, the soundtrack, I want to talk about this and that, now it's different from the other one. Because I watched, I watched Suicide Squad, I watched Birds of Prey again, and Birds of Prey, I liked it fine when I first saw it, I like it a lot more now, I think everyone's really great in that movie, it's got great action, great villain, um, it's definitely worth seeing, it's one of the better DC movies, uh, 
But, and then, you know, all I did, all I did yesterday, the only fucking thing I did all day was I, I sat at my computer and I played Lego Batman 2 and I watched the Harley Quinn cartoon on my phone and that's all I did. All day. I watched the, I binged the entire thing in like 36 hours because I had watched it before. I owe it an apology now because I'd watched it before and it was very annoying. Like, it's just like everyone's just saying fuck motherfucker all the time. That's like the general vibe I got from that show. I haven't seen yeah, it, but from a lot of the stuff I've seen, I just seem like it that's was just why bad. I walked away from it because I, I watched that first episode and it was just like, oh, we're so violent and vulgar. Yeah, it didn't seem like there was much to it, but I've also yes. heard that people enjoy it. So. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing because I was watching it and I was just like, oh no, this is a complete mess. And then uh, I came back to it because I was excited to see Harley in a movie again, and I was like, okay. I'm gonna go in with as open a mind as I can, and there are still there's still some rough spots. Like the moments that are like that are still like that, and there's mm-hmm. less as because there's two seasons now, um, and it's less it's much less in season two. But I think like yeah, some of that show doesn't work, but what works is like fucking hilarious. Like there were moments where I was laughing so hard at that show. Um, Another Anytime. thing with King Shark in it, actually. He's in it, yeah, he's in it. My dad knows the guy who voices him in that show, actually. Really? Yeah, he does. Um, and that version of King Shark is very different, but he's wonderful. He's probably mm-hmm. my favorite interpretation. I also really enjoy, this is not a very great movie, but the Justice League Dark Apocalypse War uh, animated movie from last year. That has King Shark. He's very Groot. He just says King Shark is a shark all the time. And it's like... <laughs> which i think is funny i think that's funnier um he does that all the time and then there's a moment like towards the end where he's with i don't remember who he's with but he's with another character and they're about to die and he's like it's been an honor serving with you and he's like you're fucking kidding me and i get crushed you asshole that might be my favorite king shark actually is in that movie um but yeah no so that harley show it gets like really really smart and mature at a point where it's like it's a de- it actually deals with like the harley ivy relationship from the comics and stuff um and and batman what's great about it is batman's always played completely straight like batman is batman in it and everything else is crazy mm-hmm. uh jim gordon is like on the edge like he's lost his mind <laughs> and his wife's cheating on him and he he always wants to use lethal force on everybody <laughs> it's just, it's great um it's a really good show like honestly go in open and the first episode is pretty rough but as it goes on it gets a lot better uh because Harley Quinn used to be, I always would say, she was my favorite DC character. Like, I, I loved her. I thought she was great. I've read all of her stories. And then... And then she became everyone's favorite DC character. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah, I definitely have a history with her. Because the, <laughs> then the movie comes out, and everybody loves her, uh, mostly as a Halloween costume. But everyone loves her for all the wrong reasons. And I started to kind of lose interest in her. Uh... And tonight, I think my interest may have been reignited a little bit because <laughs> Ms. Margot Robbie does a fucking wonderful job in this and steals a lot of it for me. I think she's perfect in this. I think she plays it to that perfect note where that's the Harley Quinn I wanted to see five years ago. She's one of the cast things that I think is like, it's one of the ones that it would be very hard to replace, at least in, like, this movie. Oh, yeah. Other Suicide Squad is kind of, eh, but in yeah, this, she, I feel like she nails she's it. She's not very good in the other one. I, a lot of it is material. Yeah. She, and, you know, like, she's always giving her Harley deliveries well, but, like, 
The things she it's says just, are terrible. Yeah, the things she says and the things that she has to do is like, eh. and she's so sexualized in that. It's yeah. so shameless, like, like so, like tons of like ass shots and stuff. This it's, none of yeah, that. It's very weird. Yeah, it's 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 really shitty. But then you get Birds of Prey, where she's great. I, I hope she gets to lead another movie sometime because uh, she's just wonderful in that. And then you have this, where she's better than she's ever been. And it it reminded me why she used to be my favorite character. She's just fucking perfect in this. I loved her. Uh, I lo- when I realized she was getting her own side plot in this movie, I started to get really excited that she like. <laughs> Like, it's a Suicide Squad movie, and then it's also kind of Birds of Prey a little bit, where she's, yeah, like... they give her her time to shine. <laughs> she's falling in love with this fucking... Oh, he's, like, the president of the island or whatever. Yeah. And then the second she realizes he's an asshole, she just fucking kills him. <laughs> and she's, like, monologuing to his dying corpse. <laughs> and it's... It, that's Harley, man. That's what I, That's all I ever wanted. Um, And, and yeah, that that's great. And I love... I love her outfit in this. It's just like this huge red dress, like yeah. it's insane, and her hair is like white and black and red. Like it, she just looks fucking awesome. It's so it's so awesome. She's great, and her action sequence is one of my favorites. Uh, she just fucking wrecks shop. Like, yeah, she, just goes through an entire building, just like shooting people down, just absolutely destroying everyone. <laughs> and she gets her javelin out, and the second she takes out that javelin, that's when it gets goes from good to great for me. Mm. And then you get all the flowers everywhere and like the Disney birds and it's like Yeah. This she this is what she's seeing. Like she's just gone so far. She's seen so much horrible murder and horrible things happen that at this point she doesn't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like flowers and, and and bluebirds to her. And I loved that. That sequence is great. I loved her so much. Um And you know what? One of the best action sequences early on is is where they're going through that village and they're taking out everybody. And yeah, just all these like really random people that like aren't even they're nobody's just doing, fighting like, back. Shit. Yeah, they're like washing the dishes. No one has fought back. And then they get to Rick Flag because they think that these people have captured Rick Flag. They get to Rick Flag and he's like, "Oh, these are my friends. This is the militia. Yeah, the this freedom, is the resistance. <laughs> the freedom fighters." And everybody's like, "Oh no." Oh, and Polka Dot Man's like, we killed everyone. Um, I imagined them as my mom and we killed them all. <laughs> I love the mob and stuff. It's yeah, so fun. It's, it's such a funny, like, running joke to me. Whatever lady they got to be his mom is so fucking hilarious yeah. as a physical comedian. Like, when she's wrecking the, <laughs> the house at the end or whatever, the, the skyscrapers and star. <laughs> I just love in that scene, like, it's his mom. They got that woman dressed in all of the different costumes. Like, they go so far for yeah. jokes. It's great. Which, speaking of costumes, I think even the, like, kind of ridiculous costumes, I think they all look great in this. Mm. Like, whoever did the costume design did an amazing job. Right, and you know what maybe they can win that fucking oscar that the last one did for that <laughs> yeah for, for the, makeup and hair yeah, yeah for the fucking killer croc makeup yeah great job like, okay <laughs> well, like, like as a effect it does look pretty flawless like the killer croc makeup is just like knowing what he's supposed to look like mm-hmm. it's so shitty um but no you're absolutely right like they just look like what they look like like peacemaker is a guy in a red shirt and a silver helmet mm-hmm. and that's what he is and he's so funny john, I, john cena has expert comedic timing yeah, at this point he is so funny in this movie and it's kind of surprising well i don't know he started to have a pretty severe comedic turn he was in that blockers movie i never saw that but i've seen clips from that he's very funny in that um and whenever he's in interviews he's so fucking funny like 
Maybe I just haven't seen enough of John Cena. Yeah, I think you you should seek some of that stuff out because he can be. He seems like hilarious. a very charismatic guy, so I'm not very surprised that he's very funny. Yeah, he was Fred's dad. <laughs> he he sure was. Don't forget that. Um, yeah, John Cena is great, and he's actually kind of terrifying in that fight. Oh, he's fucking scary. He's huge. Like you know, he can throw down. I don't think he had mm-hmm. a stunt person because he won't need one. I've seen John Cena wrestle for the WWE, and that man has done some shit to his body in those. So, uh, yeah, no, I do love surprised. that uh, he has continued to still wear the Peacemaker costume. Oh, just to like, like red carpets and yeah, talk shows just, and he stuff. He just refuses to take it off at this point. He He's just wearing it, it everywhere. He I think that's great. Fully embraces it. I think that's the, uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. He'll kill He's as great. many men, women, and children to keep the peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great too. <laughs> Even that final one when he kills Rick Flagg and he's like, Peacemaker, or a fucking joke or whatever. It's like, damn, that's yeah. that James Gunn emotion. That whole bus ride sequence was like, that's Guardian's emotion for me. Where mm-hmm. like they're all just talking about their backstories and stuff. Great. That's, that's great. That's something that I think is one of the biggest things that's so apparent that's like different from the original Suicide Squad. Because they the try to make scene, right? that and yeah. like by the end of the movie diablo is making such a big deal that oh they're a family now yeah i thought don toretto was gonna show up none of them were friends like none of them had any chemistry with each other no they're all terrible but in this movie they actually take the time to like actually show these characters interacting with each other and being a team Mm -hmm. so it actually pays off when they're like having either having conflict or they're just having moments with each other yes they actually seem like a group of friends and not just bunch of people that got forced to be together and oh now they're a family yeah no no. for real like it actually works because that bar scene is so tacky like that whole sequence where they're like oh honor among thieves or whatever Mm. it's just it's just the worst i wish katana showed up there's a bar scene in this movie that's better yeah where they're all just getting trashed yeah i I thought the joke with that scene was going to be they're all trashed so by the time the thinker shows up they're just completely incompetent but that's that's not what happened i'm kind of glad they didn't go with that i feel like that joke gets done like a lot too goofy probably but yeah no you're you're, again you're right another point of contrast where it's just these people feel like family and they don't have to constantly say we're a family this is family Mm -hmm. or whatever they don't have to say it it's just like yeah you can feel the connection between all of them yeah to the point where fucking polka dot man dies and rat catcher 2 goes to pick up his you know part of his suit or whatever scrap whatever's left of his suit it i was like oh god i remember that because everyone has a connection and that's the thing also there's not too many characters to the point where like you feel the connection between each individual person i think which i think Mm -hmm. is also really like rat catcher and king shark have a relationship yeah peacemaker and Bloodsport they have their own Mm -hmm. thing happening like all they all have like their own connections to each other but it also feels like even if there aren't too many interactions like overall it still feels like they're all connected yes like peacemaker and rat catcher don't interact (laughs) all that much but like it still feels like they belong kind of in the same group well he almost shot her in the head <laughs> so well, that was a pretty big interaction ignoring that <laughs> before all that <laughs> yeah happened, before when that. peacemaker went crazy yeah <laughs> so do you think he's gonna be a bad guy in this show maybe it's a little uh i think too it's too early to ask but i think it's gonna be just a, a like weird anti-hero thing Mm -hmm. i mean his entire character is just taking keeping the peace to an extreme that's true which even at the end of this movie it's like 
it wasn't out of character for him to be doing that. I guess he's so. keeping he the peace as extreme as it needs. He... He'll kill as many people as it takes I to guess keep so. the peace. That's true. He didn't so want leaking that all that information wouldn't will, keep the peace. Yeah, won't yeah. keep the peace. So he's got to do whatever it takes to keep the peace. I I think it's just gonna be continuing to be like that weird extreme in the show where he's just gonna do whatever it takes to keep the peace. Yeah, right. Because I remember that first look came out, a DC fandom, and he was like, it's like Captain America was fucking saying about <laughs> America or uh-huh. whatever. It's like, yeah, it is kind of what it's like. Like, <laughs> the way he acts isn't like Captain America, but that idea of, you know, the safest hands are still our own, basically. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's pretty much what he's up to. Um, God, that moment when he stabs Rick Flagg in the heart and it goes to yeah. X, right? Yeah, they show... That's they, the most graphic thing they in the go, movie, like, I think. full-on, like, Mortal Kombat Fatality, X X-rays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just showing a shard of glass enter into Rick Flagg's heart. Yes, I know. And just, like, oh, tear it open. That's the goriest part of the whole movie, I'm pretty sure. And this movie contains a scene where a fan is shot onto a man's dick in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... This this is a movie where Michael Rooker's entire head is exploded, and we see a bird eat what's left of it. <laughs> yeah, lots of birds too. That's another thing. Yeah, there is a lot of yeah, birds. The bird actually. at the start, the bird on him, the yeah, the lots lots of that stuff. Which um, actually, what do you think about the effects in this movie? They're great. They're flawless. I think. Why is there something? Yeah. Particular? No, I I was just curious because I think the the gore is like. It's not super convincing, but I don't think it's meant to be. It looks like it's so, the the gore is so insane that it's just, like, cartoonish at that point. Oh, yeah, like Kill Bill almost. Yeah. I think it's, like, well, I think that's also, like, 70s grindhouse throwback, yeah. kind of. Yeah, it's just, like, yeah, this is just so incredibly unbelievable that it's just, like, whatever. But, but other than that, I feel like a lot of the effects for, like, King Shark and, like, Starro, I feel oh like those my look God. great. Those Starro, look incredible. Starro looks so fucking great. Like, yeah, it's just I, technicolor and insane. Like, they went all the way. They, yeah, I, I love how they look. And, like, it's very easy with, like, completely CGI characters to just get, like, taken out of it. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, very obvious that they're not actually there. But I feel like they actually blend in incredibly well. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, animals, like rats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, most of those are probably CG, but you never think about it. I never thought of King Shark as a CGI character. Yeah. I, and, Same with Weasel. I completely believed that they were just actually there. I feel like Weasel might be... That could be a guy in a suit, because it's that Sean Gunn. That's not a guy in a suit. You don't think so? No. That okay. is completely CG. Okay. Maybe... Maybe think, it'll depend on the shot. I think maybe I think some of them are moments. CG or some of them are a body suit. Okay, that's possible. But I think it's more it's practi- a combination. I think it's more practical than most of those kinds of characters usually yeah, are. Yeah, there's, there's probably something. They probably did big... like motion capture for that or something. That's also possible. Yeah, I don't because I just I look at that. I don't think it's purely CG. But that but... just shows how good it is. Yeah, you, that's you can't that's even true. tell that Weasel is a CG character mm-hmm. or if he is at all. Yeah, that's true. I can't wait for the behind the scenes to come out on this. I will watch. Yeah, I absolutely want to see <laughs> every the bonus the feature. Um, but yeah, no, you're absolutely. All the effects are great, uh, and this movie goes huge at the end. Like it's pretty contained until the end, where mm. it just goes fucking insane. It just goes for it. <laughs> Kai, yeah, full kaiju, and uh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Starro looks so fucking great, and all the mini Starros look great. And what did I fucking t- I said this so long ago for any what i fucking tell you about james gunn and his tentacle monsters i 
I was right! I was right this whole fucking time. Because this movie ends with a million tentacle monsters, Franny. There's no denying it now. It definitely happened. James James Gunn has got something for tentacles. Yeah, I'm not judging, I'm just observing. (laughs) I'm I'm psychoanalyzing James Gunn. Um... yeah, are there? What are the other big action sequences? The, that fight between Rick Flag and Peacemaker. The whole we because we didn't really talk about that full fight. They're just smashing each other into like edges of tables. And, yeah, they're and, literally just lifting each other up and just throwing each other and like beating each other with like grates. Yeah, like, just right. whatever they can find. They're in like a kitchen at one point, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, Rick Flagg also is so much more fun in this, because he's just yeah. boring military man. He but... feels so much less generic mm-hmm. in this movie, even though he's still just, like, c- kind of generic One American of the less, soldier guy. Especially compared to everyone else. But yeah, like... he's very unremarkable, mm-hmm. but in this he actually has a personality instead of, uh, like, whatever he had in the original that was weird mm-hmm. and forced and right. his relationship with the Enchantress and all that. He's actually yeah, a character God, in this. Yeah, I forgot what June Moon. Yeah, yeah, no, not, not even mentioned in this movie sure. whatsoever. That's one, uh, one complaint I have with Birds of Prey. There are some weird references to Suicide Squad. Oh, really? There's like a poster of Captain Boomerang in a police station. She's like, "Oh, I know that guy." That's... There's a part when she takes out towards the end where they're like getting all their gear for the final battle and she takes the daddy's little monster shirt out and she's like i'm keeping this for sentimental value it's like you don't need that yeah. guys come on okay. <laughs> takes out the baseball bat and stuff it's like ah no, no thanks come on we don't want to be thinking about that too much <laughs> um but yeah uh i mean it made it to the point where i actually cared that rick flag died at the end of the i movie. cared so much when he died that was one of the like most brutal ones of you because a lot of the ones at the start are funny because it's like detachable kid. Yeah, him and, getting and his arm shot and then he's just like wiggling on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous, yeah. The the big orange lady jumps up on a helicopter and it, it explodes. Like, that's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, well, that's what ends up killing Captain Boomerang, too. She it, yeah. kind of assisted. I mean, he was dead anyway, but. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> all of those are like so ridiculous. But when Rick Flag dies, it's just like. That shit could really happen. He just literally gets stabbed to death. Through his heart. We saw it. Yeah. I felt like saving Private Ryan for a second there. Like, it really... Yeah, that was crazy. I loved that. Um, But I'm glad there wasn't too much, like, CG gore. Like, you might say it looks cheaper or whatever, but I just think having real stuff on set... I think he knows that that's important. Yeah. Like... I mean, I don't think it looks cheap. I think it's just that it looks so ridiculous. Yeah, but I would much prefer it to look ridiculous than for it to be like, oh, that's a computer. Because that's not fun. When you can tell that it's like extremely CG blood, that's like, that's not fun. King Shark ripped a man in half. Yeah, he literally ripped a man in half in slow motion with Mm -hmm. a rainstorm behind him. Yeah. That shit was amazing. The rainstorm was so great. Yeah. That's like, all these James Gunn movies have like a great ensemble team shot and mm. that's the one from this like i like the american flag one at the start but it's like all these people are gonna die so it's, yeah. that one isn't as emotionally that, one's like, the that one's like a joke one and then they have the real one later yes yeah and it looks great uh oh you know what that it's such a little moment but one of my favorite harley moments in the movie is <laughs> is she's just had this huge action scene where she's just gotten herself out of this terrible situation she's killed like 
like 40 guys <laughs> and then Bloodsport and Rick Flag and Peacemaker they're mounting this escape mission and she shows up and she's like what are you guys up to and they're like we're trying to rescue you and she's like I can go back in I'm sorry like yeah. she's so sorry, sorry she, I ruined it she fucked up there like <laughs> he's like it was a great it was a great plan or whatever yeah I love that that's perfect Harley tone like, for me that whole scene I also love because more character interactions. Like, yeah, right. They all have code names. Ratcatchers, Ratatouille. Right, yeah, I knew, I knew they were gonna. <laughs> of do course, it. they were gonna go for it. Of but I still thought were. it was funny. Yeah, and then it was King funny. Shark is talking, and they're like, <laughs> "Stay off the line." Yeah. Oh, that was sad. Yeah. What did yeah. you say? Oh, he said bird. Like another yeah, bird. Yeah, he said bird. So and many then birds. They were like, dude, don't talk. <laughs> yeah, and he's reading a book upside down at the start. I I feel so bad for him throughout the, like the whole movie because he always just gets like left behind he makes oh, he makes like the clay figure oh, of peacemaker that shot where he's in the van when they're all in the bar that's that heartbreaking so that's so sad he can't go anywhere to wear a fake mustache yeah, and he couldn't that was gonna be disgusting yeah um what did you think about the thinker because he's not in it very much he was i thought he would be in it more he's not much of an antagonist yeah he kind of gives up very easily oh he got and, yeah and he got torn in half yeah shortly after which i I kind of didn't expect him to like straight up just get torn in half and then thrown against the window. I thought he was going to get was, ripped like it... limb from limb because he had all of his limbs. I was like, yeah, I I expected it. that, but like even before the movie came out, I, I didn't think they were, they were gonna like do all that. I, I assumed maybe they would give him like the starro thing. I didn't oh, think they right. would go that brutal to him. But yeah, anyway. I thought he would, because he's like, I'm the only one who can control Starro, and I'm like, okay, well, the end, they're gonna yeah, have to stop I him. I was gonna whatever, have to but... do something with him. But, but no, like... the second Starro saw the the guy who's been experimenting on for thirty years, he's like, no, no, rip, fuck you, dead. <laughs> Starro is wonderful. I know. Mm-hmm. I think I I oh. already said that the effects are great, but like. Just having that character, because again, Starro, I think, is one of the weirder DC characters that a lot of people know about, where it's like, oh, you know, the Justice League, their first enemy was a big starfish. Yeah, it's just an intergalactic starfish that yeah. wants to take over humanity by putting little starfish on their face. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> and and that's exactly what happens, but it just, it looks great. Like, I, again, a creature I'm never like, oh, that's CG. It just looks fucking flawless, mm-hmm. I think. Um and genuinely intimidating when it's just running through the city. Yeah, even though it's, like, such a ridiculous creature <laughs> that's, like, bright pink and yellow. Yeah, right. It's like, that shit's still scary. <laughs> it is, yeah. Because you just watch it rampage through that city, and it, it really does. It's like Godzilla or something. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, and are you, what, are you thinking of the way Star Wars goes out? Uh-huh. Just everything about that was just... I I love it. I was losing my fucking mind by that point because uh-huh. I just couldn't believe it that was so they went ridiculous. all the way. Like, like this is this is what I wanted for comic book movies my whole life. Mm. I just this, this is, is what it's all about. This is where I wanted them to end up. Like this is like the furthest we've ever gone. Mm-hmm. Ratcatcher, she fucking summons all her goddamn because she didn't do that much rat summoning. She did it once towards the start to be like, this is what I do, and then she makes a rat kill a guy later and they disable the security camera or whatever but she that is by far the most rats that she ever has she summons a, a fucking couple million rats it feels like <laughs> they climb up starro because the whole time i was like how are these fuckers gonna defeat starro yeah there's no way harley's not gonna use that javelin to pierce starro but yeah, there was how like... is this gonna go down and then the fucking rats he's like completely invulnerable to like everything they do and then like 
polka dot man is finally able to put like a dent in it and then dies i loved how gross the polka dot man effects were Both yeah oh with the weird the like, body horror on his body. yeah because yeah. that felt like slither like james gunn's movie slither which is just like some of the grossest body horror i've ever seen mm-hmm. um and, and yeah that was gross because i don't know much about that character i don't think that's a thing in the comics maybe it is but i think but if, maybe not. If yeah, it, I don't know. Anything. If even if it is not to that fucking extent, yeah, it doesn't no. look like that. It's definitely not giant boils showing up all over his body. It's like, yep. If I don't get rid of my dots twice a day, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> but even when he would throw polka dots at people, those effects were rad too. But yeah, like they would just pretty. burn holes in them. Yeah, very pretty until it hits a person, and then they just start melting. <laughs> yeah, this is so colorful. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a very bright movie when and they're I like it. when they're running around it looks like a movie but then when something big happens like star shows up or polka dots happen or whatever or the harley action sequence it stands out completely mm-hmm. um and yeah the, all those rats climbing in in the fucking second because i assumed harley would stab star in his eye and it would just I, like explode or i assumed whatever. that harley was just gonna like throw the javelin not <laughs> dive in with it <laughs> when i saw that the roof had like a thing that she could run up i was like she's gonna jump off of that for sure but i didn't expect her to go fucking swimming yeah like head first and then the rats start swimming in and and you see the the retina and stuff you see all the like the the, The, like nerves yeah exactly and they're just chewing through them and harley's like because i'd seen that image somewhere of harley and she's like in water and you see like the rats floating and she's looking at them or whatever i didn't fucking think that was inside star that was the inside of starro's enormous eyeball and i wasn't like oh that's what this is gonna be when when i saw the setup like it wasn't until it literally happened that i was like that's what that is Mm -hmm. yeah brilliant that's like the grossest way to kill a villain i've ever seen she jumped inside his eyeball you can't do that yeah they, don't do uh... that that's gross but she did it she didn't give a shit she's the best <laughs> i love harley i'm back on the harley train after this weekend um uh yeah i'm so i'm so happy that he got to make this and i've heard him say like they just let me do whatever i want like mm-hmm. any character i wanted they don't like they just gave it to me because there's no other than harley there's not any big character in this like you know superman doesn't show up or whatever but because like a lot of these movies, you know, like Suicide Squad, mostly, you know, not super well-known characters, but then you have, like, Batman and The Flash show up in that. You kind of have that Superman cameo at the end of Shazam and whatever, but this is, like... They mentioned Superman. I mean, and then yeah, that's it, That's though. it, yeah. That's, like... I don't think there's any other references, are there? Uh, no, I don't... Not really. I think that was just, like, it was, like, the only one. Harley alludes to the Joker when she's like, when you have my taste in men, or whatever, she doesn't say the yeah. joker <laughs> or whatever they don't get a weird stand-in like they did in birds of prey <laughs> um but oh you know what that's one callback to the original suicide squad i thought was weird when she's like killing children is is a big red flag or whatever because she has that same moment when el diablo's like i killed my kids she's like you can't fucking kill kids even though earlier in that movie it's like accomplice to the murder of robin it's like yeah it's like Harley, you killed a kid what, what are, you are you talking about, about? And maybe she's grown since then but it couldn't have been that long ago that she killed robin i don't yeah. think like at, by suicide squad maybe by now but by the original yeah but by like she was still like with the joker mm-hmm. like i feel like maybe now that she's like developed past the joker okay makes... honey. sorry that's very tough <laughs> oh, God. I, I feel like it makes more sense now but in the original suicide squad 
her being so offended that he killed kids when like you you've killed at least one kid yeah you're you're with the joker all the time he's absolutely killed kids he's yeah he's killed so many kids (laughs) he was emperor joker he ate all those babies or whatever happened (laughs) comics are crazy um uh yeah no i i just this is um exactly what i want like this is the dc universe for whatever missteps they've had like the last three years have been really solid with shazam and and you know the snyder cut and birds of prey and this and like joker is a movie i've turned on (laughs) um i watched it again recently got some thoughts but it's still so different and i love that they made it like they have completely found their footing now that they're not trying to copy marvel and we're doing the batman and we're doing a flash movie with with batman and supergirl and and whatever like this is the universe i always wanted from them yeah one thing that i can say about dc is that it's definitely becoming like with each movie much more varied than the mcu has been mm-hmm. like they've kind of just started to like fall into kind of similar movies but with the DCEU, they have, like, this, which feels completely different than anything else they've done. Mm-hmm. And then, it's not the DCU, but, like, Joker doesn't really feel like a lot of the other DCEU yeah, movies. Exactly. And then they have the Snyder cl- cut, and that feels completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've started and then Shazam to... is just, like, that also kind of fits into it a little more. But I feel like even that feels pretty different. Yeah, well, that's a lot more, like, whimsical than a lot of these, but they've just finally started to let filmmakers make whatever movies they want to make with these characters i think that's great i think it's great that we can have multiple supermen or multiple batman or whatever and it's not people aren't confused by that anymore yeah you can put out a movie with ben affleck batman and then they'll still see the robert pattinson one they'll still see michael keaton in the flash or whatever and they'll know that there there's a difference yeah which i feel like is something that could only really happen now Mm -hmm. that like superhero stuff is so mainstream that people are like yeah different multiverses and stuff exists so yeah whatever not the same actor different continuity or whatever yeah before they had a new spider-man and everybody was like is this a sequel exactly like no people finally understand that these are separate things they know what the dceu is and they know that the new batman movie is not part of the dceu and it's not related to the joker Mm -hmm. These are all well, different... not yet. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> give I, that one some I guess, time. Yeah, I guess we'll see. But you know, these things can all be disconnected from each other, and not everybody has to copy what the MCU is doing. Right. Not everything has to be a hundred percent connected. Mm-hmm. We can just make movies. Yeah, let people make movies. <laughs> and DC is so much more willing to make fun of themselves. Like honestly, like that's the thing with the Harley Quinn show. They'll like make fun of something from movies or whatever, and it's fine. Like. This happens in the Lego Batman movie and the Harley Quinn show, and it just makes me laugh so hard in both of them, where Bane uses the Tom Hardy voice. And when you take... I don't know what it is for me, but when you take that voice and you make it say something stupid, I think it's the funniest fucking gag in the world. All it takes to be a comedy genius is to talk into a plastic cup. That gets me for some reason. Like, every time I was... It was so funny every time Bane was on screen in that Harley Quinn show, because, like, the shit they make him say is so wonderful. Like, they go to Penguin's cousin's bar mitzvah <laughs> very early on good start and i think riddler or something is like oh i don't give a shit about this and bane's like it's a momentous occasion or whatever we need to be celebrating this boy's new growth to a man <laughs> and that's just so fucking funny to me and in season two 
they go to the pit from the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> he throws them in the pit, and they're all like doing watercolors and, <laughs> and Pilates and stuff. And it's just so funny. Yeah, I I feel like that's just the difference between like the reputation that Marvel and DC have now, because mm. Marvel is just has been like celebrated for however long the MCU's been going, and they can do no wrong. So like, it's kind of like. It, they don't have much to make fun of themselves for, mm-hmm. uh, but the DCEU, everyone has been kind of against them, f- or DC in general. All right. People have been kind of against a lot of the stuff that they've done the past couple years, and now that they're kind of starting to go back up, it's like, yeah, we know we fucked up, so oh, yeah. let's acknowledge, yes, we fucked up, we're trying to do better. <laughs> DC has made a lot of high-profile mistakes. And oh, very high-profile. They can take that, and they've taken more swings. Like, yeah, Marvel plays it safe, and we all like it, but DC, some they'll, they'll do The Dark Knight, and it's like the biggest swing. It's just a crime movie with Batman in it, and it's like hailed as one of the greatest movies ever. And then, you know, you take another swing, and you make uh bvs bvs and it's like okay you let them make the movie you wanted to make and this is what happened and we all hated it but and then they take another swing and they put out the snyder cut yeah or suicide squad this is so i would rather have big swings and some misses than just like marvel you know i'm getting something good every time i know that but i kind of like dc i'll get something that maybe isn't so great or i'll get something that's like amazing like this like this is amazing it's like you you don't really know what to expect from them because it's different pretty much every single time Mm -hmm. like mcu they kind of tend to stick with the same kind of group of directors and they get like a couple adding in like later right but with the dc movies it's just like a different person every single time yeah mostly you get like snyder does a couple or something yeah and then yeah (laughs) but but yeah no like this but god i fucking i want another suicide squad movie so bad i would absolutely love to see more of these characters and just whatever james gunn whatever weird direction he wants to take it Mm -hmm. i'm on board yeah i would absolutely love to see more of this and you know there's thousands of great weird comic book characters to choose from he's not gonna run out yeah there's so much weird shit to find that like two people in all of history have heard of mm-hmm. they're just like yeah we'll just take that and make it mainstream now <laughs> yeah no i i i love that he'll do that i think I, well that's wonderful and that's something i think i talked about in the guardians episodes too there's so many like very obscure marvel races in those movies and like bars and stuff that like no one talks about that's like oh that's that and no one's ever told me that that's that why aren't we talking about this uh, that this movie had that shit too yeah something that's always fun about these weird kind of weirder comic book movies is that you always learn about something you didn't know existed before mm-hmm. That's true. Now I know what a blood sport is. Yep, now I know what a blood sport and a peacemaker is. I don't know what... I. You know what? I don't think I fully understand Bloodsport's gimmick with, like, the micro-machines that he has. Yeah. They never tell you, they, and that's they, fine. They never bring that up, but... It's it's interesting that they're never like, oh, he has this because of this. Yeah, just he like... has, like, fucking nano-machine attachments for guns, yeah. apparently, that they just never bring up. And his helmet. Which just yeah. gets decimated at a point, I guess. I do um, really like the design for that helmet, though. I think oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Minimalist, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, well, any other big things we're missing? I'm sure there are. There always are. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely 
stuff were missing, but this was everything I wanted it to be, and a lot of things I didn't know I wanted it to be. Uh, I can't wait to see where these characters go. I can't wait to see what James Gunn does next. Uh, you know, Guardians will be great, but I mean, if he does anything else for DC, I'm very excited to see what that is. And I'm excited to see Harley again now, which is great, because I haven't felt that way in half a decade. So I'm so <laughs> fucking glad that my, my favorite character and I finally uh, uh, amended our <laughs> our rivalry <laughs> that I feel has been brewing for many years. Yeah, the movies like this and just them being willing to take chances and them paying off gets me excited for DC stuff again. Yes. Like, they've been doing a lot of good stuff. And forgetting about BVS and Suicide Squad and all the bad stuff they've done in the past. We never uh, will, but yes. We can try can, to ignore they it. We can make as many great movies like this and we'll never yeah, forget. They, they will yes. always have BVS and Suicide Squad. But, <laughs> you know, if they keep kind of keeping on track with where they've been going with mostly good stuff, then I think superhero fans are in a good spot. We've okay. got a lot of pretty good Marvel stuff coming out. And now we're going to start getting a bunch of good DC stuff coming out. I yeah. don't know what else we could ask for. <laughs> no, for sure. And they have a slate I'm really excited for. I can't wait for the Batman. I can't wait for mm -hmm. the Flash movie. Cause it's fucking crazy. Sounds uh, crazy. Yeah, so I want that. It's It almost sounds like DC's version of the new Spider-Man. Yeah, I'll take that. It's yeah. fine. I'm, yeah, I'm not complaining. Comic book but... versions have been meeting other comic book versions since the dawn of time. Oh, yeah. So it's... It's an idea I'm glad everyone's jumping on, because it's something I find interesting. Uh, I'm excited for the new Shazam when that comes out. That'll be great. Um, Are you excited for Amber Heard being back in the new Aquaman? I was going to mention Aquaman. I, I don't <laughs> care so much about But, you know, Aquaman, that's a fucking crazy movie. I don't think it's... I don't love it, but I respect it for being fucking insane have an octopus playing the drums. So, <laughs> I'll take that. Um... <laughs> No, yeah, uh, I, I feel very optimistic about the future of DC. I can't wait, and since they're doing HBO shows now, like Peacemaker, I, they want to do a Green Lantern show, I can't wait for those either. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, and Space Jam, a new legacy, the greatest of all DC films. Yeah, my, my favorite uh, DCEU movie. There is a whole DC section of that movie, so... Um, I'm very aware. Counts. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're back. I miss doing podcasts. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done this, mm -hmm. and even longer since we've actually done it in person, considering oh, God, the Loki yeah. episode was That's right. Yeah, geez. <laughs> well, yeah, we're coming back to school. Uh, Not excited for that, but... I, I think it'll be fun to see people, but... <laughs> no, there's... I don't know. There's a lot of yeah, people I've missed. I'm sure it'll be fine. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, I think unless you're sick of dc i would think we should do batman begins next instead I, of infinity war because that's a big that, undertaking right now that's a big thing a lot yeah. of research yeah <laughs> and also we've been kind of slacking on the dc show so mm -hmm. i think we gotta give it a little more attention before we head back to marvel for a little bit yeah and i just want, really want to watch batman begins again <laughs> yeah i'm <laughs> like i'm excited to see batman begins mostly because i just don't remember most of it yeah so it's gonna be essentially my first time watching it so it's, it's a good one um i mean mostly yeah 
we'll get there. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm excited to watch that critically too, because that's a movie I've seen many times, but I feel like I've never been like, okay, Chris, Chris Nolan, I'm picking your brain now. Because <laughs> okay, Nolan, Nolan and I, that's another fucking thing. <laughs> I'll talk about that. I have a very love hate relationship with that fucking. It's gonna guy. be a whole thirty minute section of the podcast about your entire history with Christopher Nolan. It'll be a big one, man. <laughs> that, that'll be. We got some big ones coming up between yeah. the Nolan movies and uh. And uh, we'll be talking with Paul for Superman Returns, which is pretty upcoming. I can't wait to hear what you fucking think about that movie, because that's a divisive one, too. Um, okay, well, thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram at DCMoviePod, uh, or email us at DCMoviePod.gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at FlipDeg. Uh, Franny is not on social media because... Uh, Joko had an iPad, something about an iPad. Yeah, Someone something, had an something, iPad. iPad something, His something. iPad broke. Uh, behold the face of God. <laughs>